1: Hello and welcome to episode 94 of the Terrible Book Club. I'm Chris, and this is Paris. Hello. This time we read The Virus of Desire, The Life of Passion, a coronavirus COVID-19 self-help erotic book by Niedomkiente Credenz. We read this because our patron, Jakub, chose this as his book of the year for us to read. This was published in 2020, as you might guess, with cover art by Arthur Piersche.
0: If this is your first time listening to The Terrible Book Club, what we do here on this show is we read books that we assume will be bad based on their cover, title, summary, or some combination of the three. Sometimes, like today, we read books that our patrons recommend. In general, though, we do the opposite of what most people do in a bookstore or while they're browsing Amazon. Usually, this experiment results in a disappointing read, but once in a while we end up liking the book. Today's content warnings include our typical barnyard language, plus... As you may have guessed, COVID nineteen um, and graphic sexual content. But hey Chris, all that graphic sexual content is consensual. Yeah, Yay! Hooray.
1: Consensual sex. Okay.
0: Um Would you like me to read the summary, Chris, or
1: Sure. Alright. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So
0: well I'll give you I'll give you the back of the book summary and then I'll give yeah. you our summary. So the Before we of... do
1: our summary, though, we, we're going to have to give a little caveat of what's going on <laughs> yeah, here.
0: For... Yeah, that's true. Because the summary might be a little confusing. Well, no. I, think, I think the back of the book summary might tip people off as it is. So Okay. All right. So here, here's uh, the summary from the book itself. A fresh and virile instance in the upper middle class romance genre. It's a daring and no-nonsense venture into the world of an intense corporate business. Calvino Italo meets Belinda Blinked meets David Lynch. It will help you get through the quarantine like a cheap wine. Now, if you thought to yourself, that sounded like words, but it didn't make any sense. You're correct. <laughs> it made a little sense to me. Uh, this book. So this isn't something that we would normally read. But again, it, was a, it was a patron recommendation. So we are, you know, we're shackled to our, our patrons needs. Uh, so Jakub asked us to read this and we did. This book is was clearly written by um, artificial intelligence so uh Chris do you want do you want to explain how that works
1: um so there are certain algorithms or neural networks out there that you can feed a prompt to and they will complete it based on. Things that you have fed to it before, I think. it dep- I, So there's a couple of different kinds of these things out there, and I'm not 100% sure of the inner mechanics of them, but some are trained based on previous input that you have fed them. Some of them are just kind of reading words before and giving their best guess as to what comes next based on other language training they've received I think some of them are continuously updating as more and more people feed more and more prompts and literature to it. I can't be a hundred percent sure what was used to make this one, but it sort of reads like something talk to Transformer, which is sort of a public access writer prompts autocomplete algorithm would do
0: yeah, uh this one. I think that so, everything in the book seems to have been auto generated by uh, the neural network, right down to perhaps even the name of the author. All of the reviews listed at the beginning are definitely AI generated as well, um, and the story, of course. So, it's just an exercise in nonsense, really, which made it both stupid and also incredibly hilarious. <laughs> I I I'm think gonna... there's something
1: to be said for trying to tease out an actual story from something like this but it really doesn't come together.
0: Yeah, so let me uh let me just read you a summary that I constructed of the basic points in this Buck- book.
1: Buckle up everybody.
0: All right. Our main character here is Evelyn. The only other character you also need to know is her boss, Covid. Uh <laughs> Evelyn is a divorced mom of an eight-year-old daughter who is a manager at a generic multinational billion-dollar corporation. Again, the, the mother Evelyn, not the eight-year-old daughter. Although that would have been kind of better if the eight-year-old. Totally wasn't. possible <laughs> in this book for yeah. oh, the eight-year-old yeah.
1: daughter to be the CEO. Uh,
0: so it's a generic multinational multi-billion-dollar corporation. We have no. We're never told what the business actually is. Her company is putting together a contest among 100 CEOs in their industry, their unnamed industry, where they have a year to train and then they take a test. There's also a secondary internal contest happening simultaneously to create the best corporate restructuring program. Evelyn comes up with a restructuring plan and presents it to the company. And then there's a crystal and a dimensional passage and talk of demons that just gets ignored completely. Uh, Evelyn's boss, COVID, chooses her plan as the best and asks her to go out for coffee. They go to a cafe, but there are also cocktails and Evelyn has a bottle of wine in her bag. COVID tells her he thinks she's powerful and amazing and Evelyn wants to fuck him. They go back to her house to have sex. They talk about tea ceremonies and go to her garden to have more nonsense discussion, where COVID asks if he should continue his chlamydia treatment, to which Evelyn says no. And then COVID reveals he has a virus in human form. He recites a long poem all about how he is COVID-19. They're back in bed, and the story suddenly veers off to two totally different stories with different characters, one with two people named Christoph, Christoph and Aaron, and a second with Hanu and Lin Feng, when the dialogue suddenly becomes German for a hot second. We return to Evelyn and COVID on a vacation or road trip in San Diego where they talk to some truckers in the middle of the road, then drive to Anchorage. Their proposal for restructuring gets denied, despite Evelyn faxing her nudes along with a proposal from the airport. They have sex in their car, a Bentley, then at a water resort called the Sanatorium that has hot springs. There are then randomly a few sentences in some kind of Asian script. I'm really bad with Asian languages, uh, Chris, I... think identified it as Chinese script of some kind. Maybe not sure. Who knows? It might not even be, uh, there's more sex from COVID's perspective. And now Evelyn is a giantess. Then there's a digression into descriptions of psychological sexual issues and someone named Ruby, but Hey, then we're back to Evelyn and COVID fucking from COVID's perspective. Again, COVID disintegrates into a blue flame and Evelyn runs away. She ends up in a hospital where she is diagnosed with viral love and straight happy fun fungus. Her life is ruined and she becomes a life coach slash motivational speaker to encourage people to be more compassionate. She was demoted, forced to retire, and also somehow fired and COVID resigned as well. While in the hospital, there was a global class war where billionaires were slaughtered and then the working class was murdered and masked by private militias. One year later, she gets sick again but recovers immediately, saved by free health (laughs) care. Honestly, Chris, I'm impressed at my summary. That's accurate.
1: Although you left the part out when they were talking to the truckers where COVID has his dick out the whole time. Well,
0: Chris, if I had to mention every time someone had a dick or a genital of any kind out, like, we would be here all day, so.
1: I mean, it only happens, like, toward the back half of the book when the horny switch gets tripped, and all of a sudden whatever AI wrote this, like, just starts spewing filth.
0: Don't worry, listeners. Today's episode is going to be mostly Chris and I reading passages from
1: this book. And I will say, we are expressly allowed, like, even though we can read passages from books for review purposes all the time, but there is a segment at the front of the book that says, Please do reproduce this book if you need to. Store it in retrieval systems and transmit it like viral infections do. By any means, electronic, mechanical, photocopying, via dreams, recording, biological, or otherwise. Although it would be nice if you would ask beforehand, can we please do this, Mr. Nendomkente Kredens, please?
0: Mr. Kredens, can I have a crazy-ass dream about this? Because I bet I will. <laughs> cool. Thanks. So,
1: yeah. Um, it, it, I I don't think there's any other way to get into this Yeah, let's just begin.
0: Let's just begin. Just so, start saying your
1: favorite things. For, can we start with the reviews Yeah. top? So,
0: so right at the beginning, there, there's a section called Praise. And it's all these quotes from supposedly people and organizations that have read the book of course of course these are also all ai generated but they're pretty great because they point out the absurdity and shallowness and falseness that these kinds of things often are um i can't stand it when i open a book and it's like winston churchill thought this book was rad and i'm like i don't (laughs) care i don't um, or, or you know, Oprah wanted to read this in her book club. Like, fuck you! I don't care what Oprah's reading. I care what me. I care what Paris is reading. Does Paris like it? That's what I give a shit about. <laughs> like, the- can I?
1: I want to point out one review here that um I don't think is accurate. It's by apparently it's by Busty Series Reviews, where they say. <laughs> I've never seen a sex book that was easier to read and navigate than this one. Mm, mm. I think that's definitely not true.
0: Oh, well yeah. Again, I mean these these, you know, these are all and fake. And also
1: but... Hot Mom Eva says best sex scene ever.
0: Not sure which one she was talking about, the one where <laughs> somebody pulled a dick out of an asshole or when <laughs> Oh, or I don't know when someone's ankles were tied to their shoulders. I forget. Like the the sex scenes are fucking bonkers. And they, they
1: happen quickly, and we're off. Like you know, they. It, it like I said before, it's almost like someone trips the horny switch on some robot, and he has to spew his filth, and then all of a sudden we're back into reading about. Crystals in the middle of a building and the demons that we have to protect ourselves from. It gets randomly anime at some point. Yeah, Paris? it
0: does. There's like a there's like tea ceremonies in a garden. Someone has a sword. There's oaths recited. A I think
1: gilded blades. Yeah, literally um, at one time. Do you remember that point where you talked about Ruby? There's a segment in this book where a couple of paragraphs it starts talking about characters named Ruby and Vice, and I can't help but imagine that whatever neural network AI this guy was using for this was apparently fed some RWBY fanfic before. And, which is And a,
0: I don't know what that is.
1: It's an anime-like web series that got kind of popular for a while. I've never actually seen it or cared about it, but I just know it is a thing. And mm-hmm. whenever I see people talking about characters named Ruby and Vice and the other characters, Blake and Yang, I'm like, oh, it's that thing again that I don't know about.
0: Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe it was fed some of that. Uh, but back to the reviews, I mean, they, they're just... So there's, there's a... Uh, The viral desire creates a powerful, fresh aphrodisiac breakthrough must have by Marilyn Dillon, editor of Scientific South American Women's Health. (laughs) Uh, Very
1: specific
0: magazine. Oh, oh, this one's great. Possessing a completely original and compelling theory about the motivations for and consequences of sex and the knowledge about this that the average woman can have provide a great deal of practical information. R.J. DeSantis, college sex coach. (laughs) <laughs> you know, my college didn't have a sex coach, and I don't know if my life would have been better or worse for it, but.
1: Do uh. you think he's in there just standing over you? Like, come on, keep it up. You can do it. Go on, buddy. Treat her oh, right. Oh,
0: man, I passed out again. What do I do, coach? All right, did you have enough water? No. Um.
1: Here's your Gatorade now. Get back in there. <laughs> the
0: sex coach is just outside your window with a Gatorade, yeah. just like waiting on a ladder. Oh
1: fuck! <laughs> this is someone else with like a boxing ring bell every couple minutes, just letting you recover for a few?
0: Ah, oh, Coach, I'm sorry. I know they, I know UMass Boston's sex Olympics are next week. I'm gonna get my shit together. Don't you worry.
1: Listen, buddy, I need you training every single day until we get to that competition. Oh. I need you to keep it up the whole time.
0: I can think. I can think of something. Something I help, Coach. I can't <laughs> take Viagra. It's against the regulations. Not at this school.
1: They didn't say nothing about Cialis.
0: <laughs> oh God. Um, yeah, there's another one. Uh, another review from <laughs> Repopulation Mechanics, the new New York Times. Uh, <laughs> I love this one. Stunning book, and I like to think of it as a beach book. For treatment of attitudes toward sexual life based on the implicit behavioral theories and change theory, Claire Foy, NPR. (laughs) That sentence I read was total nonsense.
1: Yeah, how about this one from Frederic Delp? (laughs) This book is a true matrix of principles that I found very powerful in my own practice. I don't cool. I I don't understand what principles you could have practiced from this book, man. Aside from like. The lengthy anime poetry.
0: Oh, this is great! Amazing erotic self-help book written by two men. I've never seen anything like it. Leslie Daniloff, author of Psychophiliacs, Psychophiles, and Children. <laughs> that sounds
1: horrifying. Yeah.
0: Oh wow. Um. Yeah. Okay. So those are that. I mean, there are a few other ones, but they're all that. Then right before the um story starts, there's a forward which reads love lover companion self sweet and bright as the dawn sweet and bright as the dawn (laughs) why and like you start you're like all right that's that was a little weird but then the first sent, the first two sentences you know something is up (laughs) and this is how the book begins Evelyn was a stately, upper-middle-class woman of middle age and steady wealth. As she walked, her sparkling eyes rose and fell with a breathless fear. (laughs) Can you imagine your eyes rising and falling with a breathless fear as you're walking?
1: Yeah, just, you know, doing normal stuff.
0: (laughs) She usually wore black and white satins and long velvet blouses as black as Tasmanian devils. Her golden curls were rolled up in a wide array... "'and kept spilling out over her shoulder as she walked. "'She didn't know how she managed to wear "'her perfectly coordinated outfits all day, "'but she didn't mind. "'She had a face that she would use "'to command other people with intelligence, "'strength, and assurance. "'Now it seemed like a child's play. "'Her mouth was twisted into a snarl, "'and she seemed to be giving orders "'so that no one would dare to speak. "'She had a pale smile, "'glowing from the open window in her room. "'She let the windows shadow her curves. "'Calm atmosphere of the suburban area "'calmed her nerves.' A dry, crisp autumn day today made the flowers rustle in the ground, making her smell the fragrances of the garden. She regarded living in the suburbs as like living in a never-ending tea party and rarely bothered to go anywhere-ville. What did I just read? (laughs) What did I say? It, It reads like something
1: that can only hold the context of the immediately previous sentence. In its own head, and that's where it builds onto the next sentence, which once again clues you in: this is some kind of AI without the human touch of remembering what was going on two sentences ago.
0: Yeah, because like at first we're talking about as she walks, her eyes, you know, do something, what she's dressed, bouncing up and down. But then, but then her face is twisted into a snarl, and she's giving orders, and she's in her room alone. (laughs) What? So she's she's just walking around
1: the (laughs) suburb. Flowers outside. No,
0: she's walking around her room, snarling, fully dressed. That <laughs> um, you do, Paris? You don't I, do that. No, I do not. Don't
1: stalk around your room, going, and then, <laughs> go.
0: And then go get me
1: a drink of water. Eh? And no,
0: <laughs> noticing how nice the flowers are outside.
1: These flowers are very nice. Ah,
0: <laughs> um... So, it's just absurd. Uh, for example, th- there are other things that tip you off that, uh, you know, an AI or some kind of shitty alien wrote this. Um, <laughs> they refer to the internet as the interweb. Um,
1: I think that's more another, like, being trained off of someone feeding it memes or something. Or, like, you know, talking to other human beings in a chat form of some
0: kind. Uh, Her. Let's see. They never name. Oh. So, sorry, uh, I have a cat who just scared the shit out of me by tapping me on the arm because no, no. one else is home and it scared me. Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> um. So they, for example, they they uh, spell out SUV. It says sports and utility vehicle. Um, sports uh, and utility. S A U V. Also, and fuck this breakfast. Okay, Evelyn made her breakfast of eggs, toast, and vegetables with celery and ham. The celery. Who the fuck is eating celery for breakfast? This is de-
1: yeah. This was immediately tripping the like I'm not a robot thing on some like website form and failing hard.
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um,
1: yes, I would like my human breakfast, of <laughs> yeah. eggs and toast and vegetables with celery and ham.
0: Yes, please. A common
1: human breakfast. Yes, for me, <laughs> a human.
0: Um, and then the, oh, the when she goes to work, things get oh. So if any of y'all have seen uh this the uh Treehouse of Horror Simpsons Halloween special where Kang and Kodos inhabit the bodies of uh Clinton and um uh shit. Oh, I can't remember Dole. Is it Clinton and Dole? Yeah. Um And they they try to give a motivational speeches to the crowd, and it sounds exactly like the parts of the book where they're talking in these corporate meetings <laughs> and there's a part where it says additionally i announced the contest We need to turn everything around turn 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 and it just made me remember of twirling twirling towards freedom <laughs> turning turning towards corporate success oh yeah i mean it's pretty this bad. book
1: takes so many turns at any moment you could be You think you're in a corporate meeting of a bunch of CEOs presenting their, I don't know, presentations about something. I think that was the corporate restructuring contest, maybe?
0: Yes, because you would have a contest to develop a corporate restructuring plan. Anyway, we could be
1: in the (laughs) middle of that thing, and then all of a sudden we're talking about demons and the unknowables and some kind of, like... Elite Oh my god. Yeah, Let me see if I can find a
0: <laughs> I love how I love how this passage ends. Um John gave her a significant look. What? snarled Evelyn. The gravity of changes might come crashing us down if handled improperly, he said, now frowning. Don't mind me, Evelyn replied, trying to look innocent. Why would I? John asked, surprised. Evelyn sighed. Because I never wanted to know, and I knew there would be trouble, and I just decided to come on up here and be a guinea pig. John stared at her for a minute. Wait, he said. What? she asked, also confused. You're. you're ready to go to the deepest, deepest dark, he said. She looked at him. She couldn't read his face. Was it just her imagination? she wondered. Then again, I'm going on a coffee break. We'll see each other later. Fax me your nude pictures, love. <laughs>
1: Facts your nudes, please.
0: Facts your nudes. This just in: facts those nudes. That
1: no. probably happened, Paris. That's a thing people did, right?
0: Well, yeah, but not now. <laughs> I hope.
1: That's how you get. You can keep your nudes actually secure. That's what no one's I was saying. Out the fax
0: Facts those nudes. There's
1: no trace. <laughs> I want to read a passage from this. Like, I'm a again COVID. boss, who's named COVID, is standing out front of what I'm assuming is some kind of convention to present it's very unclear because like i said all of a sudden we'll be in what you assume is an office with three characters and then all of a sudden there's a hundred people in a huge meeting space that he's talking to
0: oh I'm and gonna... i love i love when everyone gets a cockney accent for like three paragraphs and then it never oh, yeah. happens again <laughs> <laughs> oh mate, yeah, do not talk one shit one about one one the one free one public gonna... health care, okay yeah <laughs> i do <don't laughs> out of Oy, no way. mate what
1: like a connected national public health care with the NHS, and therefore everyone went British for a minute. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. here's this passage in, in this presentation in front of a, I don't know, business people. COVID stood at the center of the open space, looking as he was going to give a big prep talk. Finally, he realized the extent of the crowd and started moving his lips. Sorry, it is just he took a few steps forward towards the crowd You have done very well this year, he said in a proud voice. You will be able to compete with the final four best corporations in the country. (laughs) Congratulations. Now you have a very important job on your hands. You have to provide for your family. This time of year, your boss expects you to pick some sort of way of getting the most money available. We finally decided to turn the organization around. We have one goal. Take 100 CEOs to the top of the totem pole. We share the same ideals as their corporate and individual leadership but it is us who needs to win. We can get the money. How much money? All of the money, screamed the crowd in the <laughs> open space.
0: Ah! Um, which is just yeah. like, hell yeah, capitalism, I guess. Well, and the funny, the fun thing about this book is that it actually, it actually is like, you know what? Fuck capitalism a couple of times. <laughs> which I kind of enjoy. I think maybe uh, it's because he it was being
1: fed like forum posts or something I, I too.
0: I have no idea, but... All right, so work is pretty weird. Then when Evelyn goes home, um, she, she uh, starts, I don't know, thinking about how she has to go to work again eventually and how it's stressing her out. So in the meantime, she had to be able to shut off that flicker of hope in her heart, keep away from thoughts of what ifs, the thoughts of deaths, of never being able to enjoy childhood with her friend Katerina, of never being able to see her grown-up nephew Gragas play soccer, <laughs> Even the most mundane moments are tinged with urgency and fear. I consider the worldly matters from my pagoda. I quickly send them away before I would make judgments on the matters. So, the Buddhists should start from the fields and take care of their desires, who will then give rise to more desires. If they start from the branches and move down to the roots, they will be able to find the true issues. This is a practice in my head and in my spirit is the practice of not judging the one who was but judging the one now of turning toward the present and honoring the time we have left
1: now paris a similar before example say, before you say this next part <laughs> paris before you say this next i know what you're reading right now this is the most incredible segment of this entire book which you're about to read <laughs> continue
0: a similar example came up once i was eating a large piece of meat and the thought occurred to me i must be having another orgasm right now because i can't seem to relax and eat this piece of meat <laughs> The realization was not a pleasant one, and I'm sure you've had moments similar to mine. So, what's the remedy? Well, eating chunks of meat with an occasional bite of cheese isn't going to cure all of our orgasms. So, a useful suggestion to us would be to spend more time doing meditation. This gets at the nub of the issue of feeling erotic and sexual, our need for attention. Meditation is an excellent means to develop in a real satisfying way. It allows us to focus our attention on our internal environment. The way we do it is usually by concentrating on the sensations with intention, with a feeling of peace. There is no need for careful thinking. It is something we might say intuitively that everything happens by faith.
1: Paris, who said that in this book? Who is the one talking about my meat orgasms in this passage right now?
0: Oh, that was Evelyn.
1: I don't think it is. Uh, I think the AI just went off and started talking about meat orgasms. I don't (laughs) know. Because in the next paragraph, it it says in his book, Antidote, the Chinese Zen monk, Dr. Huang, wrote, and then it goes on to, like, talk about some passages from a book, which I didn't look to see if that was real or not, but... (laughs) Probably not. Let's do a little Googling here. (laughs) Why don't you pick another passage to read in the meantime? Uh,
0: On the next page... Is there any coming into being, any returning into being? Where do I come from and where do I go to?
1: Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe?
0: <laughs> That's also what I thought of. One of the worst songs ever. Um, th- yeah, there's like... <sighs> Evelyn, who is not much of a math expert, managed to make her partners and COVID's management take the 2.5% tax upon the interest in their company... Evelyn showed how foolish a tax system is when it violates rather than serves the public interest. That's right, Comrade Evelyn. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. So, immediately
1: we've had our first hints of horny and (laughs) anti-capitalist sentiments in this book, which
0: pops up a couple more times. I think those are our two guiding lights in this book.
1: Yeah, and vague allusion. Like, the one through line that seems to keep coming up is, originally I thought this was kind of like a find and replace thing where he just took parts from an AI generated erotica thing and replaced a male's name with covid.
0: Oh no, the sex scenes are so bonkers, there's no way.
1: But then there are allusions to like viral love and infecting people, which is about as far of a through line in terms of coherence as we get in this whole thing.
0: Yeah, um So, I am Chris, I'm just going to go for it for the first sex scene.
1: All right, yeah, I'll let you read that. Uh,
0: okay. Uh, let me just find a good spot. <clears throat> <Yeah. sighs> All right, I'm going to read a whole like two pages. This is going to be tough. You still haven't called me by my real name. Oh, but I had great body half naked. <laughs> <laughs> seductive. <That's my> name. <laughs> seductive look, half dressed, a perfect balance of age, looks and sex appeal. She smiles with her mouth full, an adorable smile.
1: (laughs) I just imagine (laughs) she's got like a mouthful of strawberries or something, and it's all just dripping out of her mouth, and she's trying to smile Uh, uh, through her teeth.
0: The next sentence is gaze darted down to his crotch. It was like she was looking up at him, studying him. The moment she notices his gaze, she stands back and makes a hasty retreat from half-attentive (laughs) eye-licking. I don't know. I, I don't even understand that sentence, Paris. I don't know. Then there's then there's a a big space and an, a sentence in italics reminds you of the starving lion and that one large wild animal you encounter. <laughs> and then another large space and we're back into the dialogue. Stop sweating, she ordered herself. You look feverish, she said. Really? She asked. Then nodded and leaned back, cocking hips up. She was blushing furiously. They rocked together for a moment. Then, a flash of heat, a revelation. Plunder my clitoris like a stock market, she screamed. (laughs) That's one of my favorite lines, too. After all, some will see profits, others will see potential losses. If you see a possibility of a profit, take it. If you see a possibility of potential losses, keep your mouth shut.
1: Yeah, talk financial to me.
0: I've conquered stock markets, I've conquered governments. Now it will conquer your body, you heard me. (laughs) The most enduring of her wildest fantasies about a muscular, pale man straddling his chest as he yanked him into the rut of her orgasm is here in the flesh, and in this context, it is nothing less than impossibly raw, terrifying, and disorienting. Every muscle in the world lurks in a near-total suspension of normal control, and I am incapable of entirely controlling my body. In a way, he is the total master of my body, the closest I've ever come to being possessed, his penis was gigantic compared to my vagina. As our touching and mounting resumed, I became aware of the apparent toning down of my sexual desire. I wanted more of his large solid cock. I wanted to pump his shaft with my dildo as I fucked his upturned hole. A hard to- turn here? <laughs> I wanted to thrust as deeply into his pecker as I could and felt mm. it was finally at a point where I was comfortable with just being his viral sex go- virile sex god. Treat my cunt like a Vuvuzela. (laughs) Ignore these dirty things and enjoy your night. I'm your fucking cuckold. I want this pussy. I need it. Be the cock worshiper I will be tonight. Fuck my holes hard like the whore I am. I know you like the long time I've known you. Fuck them to orgasm and cuck like a better man. You keep me honest. You see how hard I've worked to be yours. are you okay? Did the horny robot (laughs) take control of you? (laughs) Serve your every need. It makes me have a hard time. Just writing all this is making me desperate. I know I look like a whore. You know what I mean. I know what the other slut is to deal with. She has to live with being told every day, every day that she's a whore. There's nothing anyone can do about it. There's nothing any of them can do about being the toy of your every desire, your whore. I'm glad you didn't tell me. If I'd known, I would have
1: denied everything. You don't know. See, oh, hi. Okay.
0: Yeah, that was just, that was, yeah, that was all together. Do you together. see how this ramps up?
1: Like, oh, like we're t- how do we even begin that passage again, Paris? I <laughs> forgot because it got wiped from my memory when you talked about <laughs> treating someone's v- cunt like a voo-voo's hat. Are you yeah. just blowing into it?
0: I don't know, man. Right, uh, okay, uh, so that's
1: the, uh, uh can I... Here's another quote from later in the same sex scene. We stopped momentarily, both gasping for air. I opened my eyes and turned around, catching sight of his cock. I raised an eyebrow. He pulled the thing into a D shape, which was a rare sight as it stretched to almost double my body's average height. What? What? (coughs) Real long boy. This made the entire back look amazing in the large light blue material.
0: I don't even know what they're talking about.
1: I had never actually seen it in person before, except in a computer image. But I saw it in my mind's eye and thought it was truly gorgeous. After a moment, it was raised in front of me as if he said, We're getting married. <laughs> I what was this AI fed? What was this algorithm trained on, Paris, to isn't, get D shaped, super long dicks?
0: Isn't that the question? Oh <laughs> cat sniffing my face. The
1: cat is like, please stop whatever you're doing.
0: Cat's like, please, please stop. Later on in the same Uh, sex
1: scene, his hair is brushing up against my breast. His long legs wrapping around my neck. Is this dude trying to do a fucking Stone Cold Stunner on
0: you or something? (laughs) Yeah. I I don't even uh, understand
1: how that would work.
0: I know. I was very confused, too. I was like, wait, what? I've never. This doesn't make sense.
1: And then randomly there's like chat role play. Interjections here and there with like soft moans in parentheses and then moaning and kissing in brackets, which mm-hmm. is chat sex roleplay stuff for when you're trying to, you know, do sexy chat with somebody to describe actions.
0: Yeah, it's very weird.
1: That left a gooey puddle of his semen within her and took him to the town square, is a sentence in this book.
0: Yeah. Um, Oh, this is when he starts, right after this, he starts describing that he's. she asks, where where do you keep your virus clothes? (laughs) What is, like,
1: okay, Paris, so how about this? A virus is a bunch of tiny little things, right? Do you have to have, like, a bunch of shirts for your viruses, or is it one big shirt that all the viruses get to?
0: Um, I think it's just one big human suit. Oh, I see. Okay, so... I'm going to read this part where the, he explains he's COVID. What are you? She asked again. What can you be? I thought we agreed that you have a body that has a brain that needs sex. And this really isn't you. I'd gone back to my own body with more of my capacity for emotion and consciousness. COVID. You have a br- oh, cat. Get off the keyboard. Sorry.
1: <laughs> Try to stop. terrible stuff. <laughs> yeah, This cat is like,
0: like, please stop. Stop recording. My brother. dad
1: brought this strange woman into my house and she's saying strange things in the computer <laughs> yeah. room.
0: You know, I, I think you're right. Sorry about that. <clears throat> um, I had gone back to my own body with more of my capacity for emotion and consciousness. COVID, you have a brain that needs sex, but this isn't you. She paused. When are you going to see your doctor for a first class medical examination? I've come to see a brain. Your brain.
1: Whoa. A, Evelyn. a brain?
0: COVID squeaked. What are you talking about? Did you lost your mind? No, that's not it at all. All I'm, I'm not what people think I am. So what are you? They call me the coronavirus. (laughs) COVID-19. SARS-CoV-2. Severe acute respiratory syndrome coronavirus two. I come from bats and pangolins. I eat huge varieties of food every day, but there's only a handful of things I've ever eaten which has lasted a lifetime, to the extent that I'd considered keeping it with me at all times, although I might have to destroy it later in case it somehow breaks down. Tuna in the mornings, nuts in the evenings, cockroach, God knows what they taste like at night, and roast corn at night. That is an objective picture of my dietary intake. How reliable is it? It's true that everybody eats, but I consume more. How's your fucked up diet, dude? Ugh, what am I saying? I like how he oh. says, I eat cockroaches.
1: God knows what they taste like. Chris, I thought you were the one eating them.
0: Do you want? Oh, this poem is so long. Yeah, but it's, I, it's I, I'm willing to do the
1: poem for you. Oh, you like. OK.
0: All right. Uh, so we can also tag team this if you want. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Maybe we'll
1: do it. Um, I have Argon rules. And if I crack up, you could take over. But this is the this okay. is COVID, Evelyn's boss, explaining himself, continuing from where Paris just left off. Everything I do is connected to animals and people. At the end of the day, we have to take care of the land, and we have to take care of our kids. Isn't that true? I come from bats and pangolins. When I look into the lens of a camera, I see many animals. Animals much larger than me. They live in forests, but in the night I watch the skies. And I think that god of wrath has given me wings, and he sees my cries. There are so many animals. There is no mistaking them. One cat walks into a room and flies away! In the morning I am found by a stranger, shaking with laughter. There are so many dogs that are singing and one dog tells the other that it is time to go home. There are so many birds that are singing and one bird tells the other that it is time to go home. There are so many teapots that are boiling and one teapot says to the other that it is time to go home. There are so many clocks that are ticking and one clock says to the other that it is time to go home. There are so many spiders that are spinning webs, and one spider says to the other that it is time to go home. You know, it
0: really feels like someone set this thing to poetry.
1: (laughs) It just got stuck in this loop. Yeah. There are so many birds that are dreaming. They are flying through the air far away in the garden. The only bird that I do not sing to is the crow. I am the pandemic. I am the plague. I am the fly. (laughs) I am the fly on your neck. I am the toilet paper. (laughs) I am the bleeding heart. I am the pandemic. I have killed 50 million of you. Oh, wow,
0: that's outdated.
1: And I'm coming for you this night. Ah, what a beautiful night. Moody earth round a tree filled with sun, deep blue sky above. From the plains, black hole earth sways by the earthquake that I want to see. I tell you everything that happened, but it's hard to say a word. I come from the earth. Earth, so the world is good. All my stories are starting to repeat. They think my endless tales are funny. And so I came from the air, air, where there is no shade. I am the era of utter savagery. I am the disaster. I am the earthquake. I am the machine. I am the sound of love. I am the rainbow. I am the sphere. I am the water. I am the light. I am the mountain. I am the sea. I am the shaking. The voice gets faster. I am a virus that is outside. Right now, in this country, I am bowing down to you. I will backstab your child. I will hurt Ah. your parents. Ah. You'll not be able to look at me. They'll start calling me money. All those babies you see. Do you really want to live in a world where your newborn babies all have worms in their bellies? And let me tell you, the nightmare will be here. Your house will feel as if it's burning. Your head is going to hurt, and your body is going to ache. And I think it is only fair to give you my blessing. I know that the dogs of Dublin will go out on strike. I know that you will come out in some horrifying fashion. I know that the rain is coming down so hard that it burns. I am the COVID-19, and to know is to become infected. And if we look at the natural world, what's more natural than the same dream of self? going to the same destination the future is like an angel these things never happen but the world is anything but perfect everything has something to learn have you ever made a mistake have you ever been crazy it's okay to eat me it's okay to pass me in the street this is my recipe for hell and you'll be writing a thesis in your sleep dog she is crying because I will not call again. She is crying because I will not be back. She is crying because I refuse. I am the pandemic. There are so many computers that are glitching. <laughs> a simple USB to a computer will turn on the lights of all the buildings. There are so many beehives that are screaming. I am the house of hospital. I am the restless wind that sleeps. I am your home, your safe haven. I am your pet. The song has end, and every syllable sings. Every ecliptic star belongs to me. I fly in the sky above you. I see them dancing and laughing. They have left to live their their lives, the worlds above have left to live their lives. There are so many rabbits that are climbing trees. I am the virus. There are so many houses that are on fire. I am the house of fire. I. This is. I'm like two thirds the way through. No, I have no, to no. Stop you're, almost you're almost done.
0: You're almost done. You have one more page.
1: I'm so hungry, but I'm so tired. A day for myself. A day for you. A day for the media. What I know today will be forgotten tomorrow, and our children will not live to see the sunlight of tomorrow. As the words I write flow with the constant flow of despair and frustration, more, more, more pain, more, more, more pain. I, like my brothers, have spent years looking for a way to help. I search so hard. I am the environmental kill shot. There are so many sharks. There are so many swimmers. I am the deadliest shark in all of the sea. I will sing with the strongest of them all. I am the plague birds beautiful songs i am the plague in a capricious mood i lay alone by the fire pit there are so many people in this city the hotels are full all night long what did i do i sleep and listen to the sound of many voices why i am the air that came from nowhere i am the plague and if in the infected let me in and bring the disease to you neighbors you are your own damn enemy your street is built on land stained with my spit bit brick by brick Fear me when I stand among you. Fear me when I go among you. I will become you. Hosts are the lovers. I introduce myself with the last kiss, and then I reproduce. There are so many first loved ones that I killed. If I had a bird's eye view, I would see a wasteland of corpses and death. But at the same time, my heart sings the songs of this place. The color of life is the color of death. I am the history, and I'll share it with you. If I can, just let me live in your hearts. To the world, I have sung a song. One last song I know. Death. Paris. Wow. If you asked someone, wow. "What are you?" and they said that shit, your brain would have melted out of your fucking eyeballs.
0: I would have. I would have put on my clothes and left like seven stanzas ago. Like <laughs> I don't know. Like I don't know how you sat through that. Great job. Great job. Round, round of applause for Chris.
1: Um, I so obviously at some points of this, there's parts that are like kind of I don't want to say odd point, but like, I, what what's the best way to describe it? Maybe like um,
0: frighteningly prescient. Um, I would yeah, I would say it really sounds like somebody in a. Sometimes you it sounds like a a student in a poetry one hundred and one or writing one hundred and one class who's like yeah you know like they feel like they wrote something.
1: <laughs> I am the plague. I am the pandemic. I am COVID nineteen. Um, and then the dog said it was time to go home. <laughs> and then the teapot said it was time to go home.
0: Um. Yeah. Then there's other great sentences like. Covid knew she'd hear that before the sun did, and suddenly changed her gender. <laughs> and then it's Aaron. My name is Kristoff. Christoph. the
1: Next sentence after that. Kristoff,
0: you're making me cross dress. Who are Aaron and Kristoff? I don't know.
1: They're they're nobody, Paris, because they come up and they're immediately dropped later when this algorithm decides. Oh, I'm, I'm done with those people
0: even though they never existed in the story and will never exist again oh, oh, COVID you are my virus, you're the only one I love I don't care what you do you're my dick and my junk and my holy grail (laughs) you're my identity I'm in love with you and I'm thankful every day you're here with me, even when you're not helping me but I'm at a point where I am going to become a walking virus I can't shake that I've been thinking about it for years and years and my whole body is all fucked up I can't sleep at night, I can't function I can't forget about you. I can't walk around without my eyes burning. COVID gently put his hand onto her shame-stricken, inflamed throat and pulled his junk out.
1: Whoa! Whoa!
0: I mean, this is like the
1: insanity that happens paragraph to paragraph where you're not 100% sure where you're going to end
0: up. And then we're in China and also (laughs) German because... He said in a couple sentences. He says, I'm from Wuhan. He said, do you like my body? Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. That's not where it starts. There's like a, a separator, you know, like a line of dots. I, I don't know what the actual word is for that. Um, it says, bored and frustrated from all that was happening in the city. Hanu was sitting in the wide open dining room looking up at the blue sky. His protective bubble visibly vibrated. What? I'm from what Wuhan. Bubble? He said, do you like my body? There's no need for you to know me, said Lin Feng indifferently. Whatever I might say, I want you to understand and listen. If you don't, I'm just going to say nothing and you won't understand. Hanu smiled and opened his hands. His body started to glow, then faded. I don't know. It's just like Lin Feng and Hanu. And we have no... Those people are never mentioned before and never mentioned afterward.
1: There's a random sentence in German at the end of that scene. And then all of a sudden we're back... Back to Evelyn closed her eyes to avoid the visions of flames. What flames? I don't know what that's talking about. Know. What is the blue protect? What is the protective bubble? The, or is this like a world where everyone has like hamster balls so they can go outside while COVID's out
0: there or something? I don't know. Um, there's some just random funny sex sentences. Um, he was fucking her hunched over and couldn't fuck harder or longer. Um, I mean, yeah, and that sense, it's kind
1: of hard to keep it up.
0: He stopped the car in the middle of the road, got out, and was awkwardly standing in the street with his dick out, and his eyes <laughs> fixed on point in the distance. They waited for the cars to pass.
1: Man, imagine, Paris, you're having sex <laughs> with someone in his car, and he just stops, gets out of the car without zipping up, and stares down the road. Yep. How would you feel about yourself and the things that are happening?
0: Uh, wouldn't be good, I would leave. <laughs> um... We're not even, like, Paris, we're just
1: saying shit from this book because that's all we can do to report to the, our listeners Ugh. what is going on here. There is Hang no on. interpretation to be made. No, no. There is no connections or deeper analysis
0: to be <laughs> had. Sorry, there's another great, bizarro sex scene happening. He unlocked the car and offered a bottle of champagne and a two-liter bottle of water. Her eyes grew wider as she realized there were two sex toys on the dash. He showed her a plastic orifice, still brimming with sperm. He was wearing a hose. He pulled out the hose. Hold my vodka. I will make you come. That's not all you can do, she replied, her tone exaggeratedly offended. You can fuck me on the bed. I have no more resistance. She fisted herself, her whole body trying to go over the edge. The man stood behind her, grinning. Do you want me to come? Please, she told him to get a towel. Let's take a hot bath in the springs. <laughs> So they're fucking in a car with sex toys, but then there's a bed, and he's standing, and she fisted her entire body, and he, he had a hose.
1: There's you cannot connect anything, man. No. Like I okay. said, the the only con there's some context from the sentence previous, but if you get two to three sentences beyond that, where well, you're in a completely different area, you might as well be on a completely <laughs> different planet, man.
0: I love this sentence. My penis was shining, even stronger than before. <laughs>
1: It's like some of that glowing anime sword shit, I think, right?
0: Uh, although the hot spring water has just bloomed with flowers, my penis had already grown an inch, and it was very pretty. <laughs> There's After, a line com- about- After coming back to her, I began the oral sex on her back. She oh, pouted. That's not
1: where it happens,
0: I think. <laughs> <gasps> oh. there's
1: a line about a long and deep kiss on her bicurious labia oh
0: yeah bicurious labia mm.
1: I suppose if you're bicurious the labia would also be
0: technically all parts uh, of you
1: would be right
0: I, I guess oh uh, at one point he sucks his own dick after he cooks it in the hot spring <laughs> 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 You, know, you
1: want to warm it up first, right? Yeah, yeah. You don't, yeah. You, just don't, no. you know, you ever try to suck your own dick and it's just cold? <laughs> it's gross. It's, it's really weird, actually. You have to yeah. please warm your own dick up before cold, you try to suck cold
0: it. Cold self dick is just... Because that's how you get it. all
1: these injuries. People aren't warming up and stretching before they try to suck their own dick. If you don't yeah. do that, it's just going to snap right off, honestly.
0: Well, I mean, you're the expert here with the dick and all. <laughs> I
1: thought you were going to go <laughs> oh uh, okay all right um the
0: next section is just a weird listing of um it's almost like a medical issues? dictionary or something yeah uh Sexual
1: characteristics predators he's extremely aggressive however he doesn't usually run headlong into the prey's territorial instinct like a predatory shark might do instead he will sleep at the prey's entrance or close to their mouth his predatory reflex is more a matter of when and not if, and it isn't his mind that makes him aggressive. He would fight for some food, then just go back to sleep. Is a random paragraph in here for no reason?
0: Um, when so so they are having sex and uh, he turns, COVID turns into a blue flame. And uh, Evelyn tries to run away, but before she does, they have another sex scene. Um... suddenly the sex scene is punctuated by this. That hand. I hold the universe in its hand. Stab the ground with that hand. Yes, swallow this hand. I see you behind the ground glass.
1: <laughs> that's an all caps, that last line, by the way.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, uh, man Like,
1: after all this stuff. Oh, you- she
0: came while she was running away. Oh, Forgot yeah. Forgot about <laughs> that, that.
1: That part. That's, that's a good one
0: uh yeah not and then
1: the, the, the con- let me give context to this line paris just so you Chris, can
0: uh, fuck you in your context this book not wanting the last
1: climax to be her last and having a better grasp of reality she turned around and ran 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 out the door out of her thoughts into the unknown this was too much to her for, for her she came while she was running as she came so did her body and each one of those powerful orgasms drained her of everything i watched amazed that the bond we share is so strong
0: so, mm-hmm. she ends up in the hospital. <laughs> you know, uh, cured, you're running and
1: coming at the same time, you tend to trip.
0: Cured by Dr. Levy and Dr. Moore, and they inform her that she has, you know, COVID and some kind of happy fun time fungus or something.
1: It's literally just a happy fun time fungus, or straight people fun, fun time fungus. No, it's
0: happy fun shit. I said I put it in the summary. Now I don't remember.
1: Hold on, I will find it in here. It is straight happy fun fungus. Oh,
0: yes. and then you know while she's in the hospital like i said there was some kind of class war this is just an offhand paragraph so it's not like we're leaving out any plot for you guys um and then she left and she was saved by the free healthcare system the end the end so um my i was wondering you know in in reading this and thinking about it I was just like, I can't imagine what anyone would get out of this other than a few laughs at, you know, just how absurd it was. I'm really curious though, to know what the author's intent was. And my thought was maybe he was thinking or they, or she, I don't know how much money can I make on literal nonsense? If I just put COVID in the title and also sex, <laughs> because we had to pay for this. This was yeah. like 369 on, kind- on Kindle, on Kindle in the Kindle store. Yeah. Nice. Um, so, so it's not free. It wasn't ninety-nine cents. It was almost four dollars.
1: Um someone is gonna have a coffee on us. That's
0: that's fine. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'm I'm also curious as to what he used they used to make I don't know who this person is, what this person used to make this. Um, you know, like like you were saying, was it one of those more popular open source neural networks, or was it something the author built? Um there is a short autobiography at the end. Uh, it says that, uh, Chris, you're going to have to get that name again.
1: Thank
0: you. Is an unacclaimed author of political fiction, erotic novellas, and glitch poetry. He spends his days on listening to old analog tapes and playing computer games. Credence earned his master's degree in applied experimental psychology design science. He is unfortunately no longer on Twitter. He is dreaming of inventing the perfect world, and when he's not dreaming, he is working on writing poetry, drawing pictures, and making short films. His interest in human nature and the world is nonpartisan. I don't think that person is real. No, (laughs) I think
1: that's also made up. Yeah, I agree. You know, Paris, when you talk about authorial intent here, I really do think most of it is, hey, how much cash can I make slapping something together and throwing COVID in it so it's topical? But at the same time, there might be something to be said here for, like, exploring computer or AI-assisted generative creativity?
0: Yeah, well, before we get there, though, can I just talk about the one other thing that disappointed me about this book? Oh, okay, the one the, thing. Okay, the, t- the other one other thing. The t- It clearly says self-help erotic book. This was not a self-help book. No. I was not erotically improved by this book.
1: Oh, you could tell me you didn't learn how to suck your own dick into a D-shape?
0: <laughs> no, parents.
1: I did not. You didn't learn that?
0: I did not. So... Title was misleading. One star.
1: <laughs> but sorry, back to, you your, back you to learned, your
0: back he's to learned your to dip your dick into a hot spring to make it more pliable. <laughs> no. Back to your more valid point though about artificial intelligence and creativity. Yeah, so uh,
1: I've played around with a couple of these, you know, uh, generative text things, and there's even ones for, like, feeding it the start of a song and it finishes the song in, you know, mm-hmm. some, what it, depending on parameters that you feed it. And there, that stuff is interesting. Guided by a human hand, I think it could we could come up with some cool stuff with it, or at least it could push you in certain directions that you might not have considered before. There's some value in that, Um Clearly, with an example like this, I don't think we're in danger of AI's actually overtaking humans in terms of in terms of artful creativity here, or even just things that make sense from more than one sentence to the next and actually as a coherent larger piece. But I mean, even some of the ways that people approach making music now, or somehow in the veins of this, you could you know start with one of those AI generated things, or you can even just think about. Like modular synthesis, which has taken off, taken off recently, which is kind of almost like just creating this horrible robot sound-making device and twiddling knobs until weird shit happens, and then you record that, and then it's never there again. There's stuff in this vein, and there's validity to it. Although I don't, the thing I want I I'm curious about is how often this was fed a prompt, or and how it was fed a prompt. Was it just the first sentence, or? Was it constantly being refed with, like, would it, he, like, generate something and then take that generation and refeed it in? Did he provide it with a starter prompt every chapter or so? Because, like, the veerings off into, like, poetry and stuff, or, like I said, RWBY fanfic, when it starts talking about Ruby and Vice and anime sorts. Like, I, I, I that's what I'm curious about. And I think a more guided approach could have been more interesting, where it was more heavily
0: curated i suppose yeah i was i was was going to say this doesn't seem like a very well trained neural network (laughs) uh i mean it just produced nonsense this wasn't coherent at all um
1: or maybe it was allowed to go too long without restarting it or giving it a new prompt every once in a while
0: yeah maybe i don't know uh i guess we'll never know we'll never know
1: yeah i mean there is a gmail address. Mr. Kredenz. Oh, the end Chris, here. do
0: you want to enlighten us with your, your Polish knowledge? What what the author's name and auth it, it potentially means? Okay.
1: Um so my Polish isn't fantastic, but uh means incomplete, I think, and credenz is just like a credenza, like a side table thing. So it's like it's an incomplete
0: side table. I think is what... This so this was written name. by an incomplete side table.
1: Yeah, oh, I mean, it certainly is incomplete, let's say that. Yeah. I thought maybe it was a reference to, like, oh, this is, like, your porno book storage thing that you hide from everybody, and that's where you keep your coronavirus smut. Also, <laughs> um, the illustrator for the cover, I don't think that's a real name, because it's Artur Piercy, and Piersha is the Polish word for first
0: could be a last name people have a last name first it could be i guess
1: but it doesn't seem like a polish surname to me Mm. it's just how that feels and then there's the the publishing company for this which is grupa zapache which is apparently group of smells originally i thought it was grupa (laughs) zupache which would have been soup group or group of soups but who you know what i mean it could have a different
0: meaning either way amazing um yeah i don't know i guess i guess Yeah, we don't normally do sort of intentionally bad joke books, but this was a patron recommendation, so we read it. Yeah, thanks, Jakub. It was, you know, we laughed a lot. We laughed a lot.
1: Yeah, uh, so uh,
0: I'm wondering,
1: uh, is this something that Jakub stumbled upon because he is also possibly Polish and there's some weird, like, Polish AI writers group? I don't, I'm assuming a lot of things here. Yeah,
0: I don't think that's the case. I think he just saw it and thought it sounded funny. I, you know, but I can't help...
1: Jakub is kind of a Polish name. And uh, this is, you know, has a Polish name and publisher and stuff like that. So, Jakub, I don't know if you understand this or not, but... Why <laughs> I have no idea what's happening. My Polish is <laughs> a little ale but co know I don't know the word for that right there, but... TV. Te- s- f-
0: secret, f- secret Polish transmissions.
1: I'll vote for this book and this opportunity.
0: <laughs> this cat is biting my arm because he <laughs> wants attention. <laughs> well, All right, what is Paris, the problem?
1: can we fix this?
0: Uh, no, we can fix it by...
1: I think I can improve it with one small request.
0: I think we can write stories with real human brains.
1: Yeah. um, And maybe um,
0: just better train a neural network.
1: My request is illustrations, please, of what the fuck is going on here. (laughs) (laughs) Just one picture anywhere would have really helped.
0: That would have made it better. I agree. Illustrations would have made it funnier, uh, for sure.
1: Especially that sex wrestling move about hair on the breast but legs behind the head.
0: Oh, yeah, that was crazy. I um, really
1: need a diagram, please.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, so illustrations would have helped. Um, and yeah, that the, would whatever neural network they used to make this. I don't know. I mean, it, like you said, I think it could have just used more guidance or more training, or I don't know. Maybe someone should just write a real story with a human brain. What that? <laughs> yeah, you know. although you know what? We although I will say parts of this were so indistinguishable from that book we read in episode 50 True. that i started to even question that i was like no paris you've read books from human brains that were just like this
1: yeah yeah so uh, after this i tried you know uh, i did a little experiment going back to some um you know uh, of these writing prompts uh, generation things and um Let's just say there's a possibility in a future episode that it might be a special episode that I might have uncovered some secret texts with this method. And I'll okay. leave it there.
0: Okay. All right. Chris is part of the...
1: So I was inspired by this. Thank you, Jakub.
0: Chris is part of the Polish literary CIA or something. I don't <laughs> know. Uh, all right. Well, uh, do we have anything else to, to talk about yeah. tonight?
1: The Polish literary CIA. <laughs> Soto kurwa yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> I, I do not understand a single word of Polish, so this is confusing for me. Paris, any time, every time you,
1: like, read a page in this book, you could just look up and look at yourself in the mirror and go, Soto kurwa jest.
0: Does kurwa mean fuck? Yeah, pretty ah, good. I don't know how I knew that.
1: <laughs> My inflection probably helped. Yeah,
0: kurwa, yeah, that, that definitely sounds like fuck. Um... Alright, well, now that we're just swearing in Polish at each other, I think it's time to end the show. <laughs> pure baloney! Ah, wait, did you just say cure baloney?
1: Pure baloney.
0: Pure baloney.
1: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what it said. I...
0: Well, Chris really wants to go eat some pure baloney, so. <laughs> uh I think. Chris, did you get Polish COVID? Did this book give you Polish COVID? Is that's what
1: happened? that what happened? I was gonna,
0: gonna have to yell over Chris speaking of Polish to close out the show because he's lost his mind. Oh, alright. Well, thank you, Jakub, for selecting this
1: truly
0: bizarre piece of I don't know what to call this. This this thing that had words in it um thank you thank you for being a patron uh thank you to the rest of our patrons darry greg will veronica d lynn senior Yakub, of course bobby black cat jen Sina, mayo cat elliot kieran martin j and amy uh if you want to help support the show you can donate one five or ten dollars a month to us on patreon for various rewards such as forcing us to read garbage like this um you can also subscribe and follow us on youtube facebook instagram or goodreads you can also share the show and tell some people about it, or you can rate and review the show on iTunes, Podbean, Podchaser, or whatever platform of choice that you select. My brain is shutting down. Uh, you can contact us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Goodreads, or you can send an email to terribleclub at gmail.com. Uh, we are actual people. We are not artificial intelligence, as far as we know. I don't know. Maybe we are. Maybe we're Cylons, Chris. Yeah, yes, well, I guess I'm gonna to have to do the rest of these episodes by myself because <laughs> Chris has descended into only speaking Polish. Oh, well, well, listeners, thank you. Uh, we will see you in two weeks. So good night.
1: Dobranoc. Do widzenia,